When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Spanish Aki Presents. It's me, Carlos. It's her, Riza. It's Tim Oscar. And Tony is working. Yes. Aww. I like that you said our, our pronouns. That was really nice. Thank yeah, you. That's so sweet. Hey guys, what's up? Can I just, right off the bat, I had, uh, I just wanted to. <laughs> I, I love that you asked the question and yes. immediately answered your own question. I, I asked it because I wanted to answer it first. <laughs> okay, I'll fair. go first. Fair. No, in, in fine. True how, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? No, 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 no. For, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Come on, give me the. Give I'm me doing the... well. Thank you, Carlos. And how are you doing? Oh, thank you for asking, uh, uh, Oscar. Riza, did you want to say? I'm, I'm, I could go after you. No, no, no. Go ahead, because mine's it's a big deal. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, okay, when not. Entonces, mira. Okay, I'm good. Carlitos, aquí in Miami right now. Nice. Recording, recording live from the 305. Yo, this is, feels, sounds good. So it feels good. It sounds good. Feels, sounds well, hot. I feel like well, I guys, sound hotter in Miami when I record. Maybe it's a humidity. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, guys, I, this is kind of a big deal because after literally one year, two months and two days, but who's counting? I, yeah. I, I was, I finally <laughs> got back on stage and I did stand up at the comedy store last <gasps> night and it was all very last minute. Jesus Trejo was as running a show, you know, we know Jesus. Yeah, we we love love Jesus. He called me up last minute and it was, I was like, ah, I haven't, but I got 24 hours to like, you know, like literally the last time I performed was. In March of last year, before the yeah. pandemic shut it all down, so it was lovely. I was scared, but I was like, I, I was so like, so it was like Christmas morning when I was like, I get to go, like I, you know, it's it's all coming, you know, it's all emotional in the sense yeah. of like everything's shut down for song, and now that the opportunity's here, and got to perform in the main room, and it was just so beautiful. Mm. How, yeah, so how many people were there? Like, how so was, was that reduced capacity? It was it was sold out, but it was you know, it's a reduced capacity, but it was still. Get like reduced. That. What is what, reduced what capacity is like? I think that like a percentage less. Like it, there was enough people to do a show. It was sold out, uh, but but it wasn't like packed to the gills. Like I've been to the main room at the comedy store, and it's like it's like a banquet style. Like everybody's just sitting, and it's a bunch of so. It this is like when people go, but it's not like packed. It's like comfortable. Everybody had their own space. Oh, it was spaced okay. out. It still felt. It didn't feel like empty, That's but it wasn't like packed. Because I've been there when it's packed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but hell, dude, I'll take anything. I mean, it yeah. was just great. It was just like to get on stage again and and feel the rustiness. Oh, I mean, how many oh. times? How many times have we done a indie improv show on a Wednesday or Thursday night at eleven o'clock for three people in the audience that were yeah, also right. performing? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like, yeah. yeah, like we'll take that. Hell we yeah, we gotta take oh. those wins right now because anytime now it's. Because of reduced capacity, now almost every show is going to be sold out. So it's yeah, just kind of yeah. fun to say, sold out, <laughs> sold out, sold out. Uh, well, <laughs> but okay. it was so lovely. But this is the, bring it up because I feel like now this is, I, to me, like it symbolizes the, truly yeah. the yeah. beginning of like things kind of opening up again. And I, obviously, like I feel more comfortable about it than I was before because I'm I'm fully vaxxed. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually how they did it. You can only go in if you showed your vax card. Get mm. out of here. Are so you serious? That was part, that was that's part gonna of the... That's going to be the thing. That's going to be the yeah. thing. Oh, at least for now. Goodness. At least for now. Because I think this is, you know, I think... Uh, I don't think things are going to open fully until the summer. I think they say right. like June, June or July. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is the trial run of trying to make... To see if the, you know, trying to double check. But it was lovely. I wasn't scared. I felt really honestly for like a hot second... I got to perform with Francisco Ramos, you know, Francisco, yeah. Fabrizio, Copano. Yeah, friend mm-hmm. of the pod. Uh, a couple of uh, Chris, uh, Chris Garcia. It was just good to just hang out in the back. You know, just like for one hot second, I was like, there's no pandemic. It was just, a, it's just you know, uh, it's just beautiful. Where, what, would it, what was it like to 
go back to doing something that you did on a regular basis before the pandemic started. That must have been a mind trip for you. Yeah, it was a mind trip because it's like, you know, like I had the material that I've done. Also, it's like I had to write. I, I wrote at least four minutes of new material in mm. 24 hours to try it out because I have to address the pandemic. You know, I can't just like pretend. Uh, I was going to so, ask about that. Yeah, but, no, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, yeah, I mean, it was, but you know, like as performers and we're doing improvising, we go out there, we have an idea and that's, that, that's, it's, it's very similar to that in that you don't have, I didn't necessarily have a lot of polished stuff at the top, but I just ha had information and we have our takes and we just, you know, try it out. And for the most part it worked, but it still feels rusty because that's the thing about like muscle memory. And I actually yeah. talked about it in my material because I, I said that because I could have performed a lot of people, uh, a lot of comedian friends performed during the pandemic. They did either Zoom shows or they mm. did uh, stuff out on the road. And I talked about that because I just I, you know, and you, I've said this before and I've said this to you guys. There was no way in this world that I was going to do a show where people were going to honk at me yeah. uh, because I get PTSD. I'm like, I can't. I have triggers by getting honked at. It wasn't going to be. I, I, I love it. It's so funny, though. Like, and I, I'm not, it's not it's just like. I've honestly never heard a man say the honking thing other than you. And I, but like, I very much relate to that though. Like, cause it's like girls are fucking honked at all the time. You think I want to go on stage and be honked at again? No uh, way. They get honked at for attention, but like, you know, yeah. in Puerto Rico, like, you know, I know that's different. That's it what I'm get saying. pretty though. violent. People no, honk at each other. I know. No, no, no. I know. That's why I'm saying like, you have it. You're saying it in a different way than no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I remember the first time you said, I was like, what does he mean? <laughs> uh, but yes. Um, so you did it. Definitely. We're not going to. Yeah perform none of us really wanted to i feel like it was a pretty general for a while <laughs> but it was lovely it was lovely to be in that space it was lovely even when some of the stuff like you know like e even in the in between and the transition some most of the jokes or the material that i've done before worked but some of the new stuff it's just being there on stage mm -hmm. uh and just it just you know it you know, I don't have to tell you guys, bro. Yeah. I can't wait for us to get back on stage. Bro, listen, it's you saying this right now, like just like gave me goosebumps and like just thinking about getting on stage and opening like for our first like post pandemic yeah. SAP show just gives me makes me feel some type of way because I, fe I feel like I'm going to cry. Like I like try so hard not to cry Probably. and like it's like a comedy show and like I think I'm literally going to cry. So if I cry, I'm sorry in advance well, it'll be to a everyone. Cathartic experience, you know? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I can't wait. Also, I feel more comfortable and we can keep talking about it, but I feel yeah. like also one of the huge biggest things that, you know, we're taking it was taken away from me also was like going to the movie theaters. Yeah. And in the past, uh, I did the thing where I. I rented out an entire theater. I mm -hmm. I, uh, I watched Tenet during the pandemic. I was like, I'll pay all the money. I brought, it was only three people, but I paid for the whole because I wanted to have that experience. And I literally teared up <laughs> when I came in and I smelled the popcorn. Tenet? Yeah, it was, it was the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's there was nothing else. There was nothing there was else happening. There was nothing else. You're right. I would have given them like, a DVD. Like August, September. <laughs> but either way, like I just did it for my birthday. But now recently I went to see a movie for the first time, uh, you know, and it felt good. I'm not scared anymore. And I think it has to do also with the, I think the vaccine is a huge deal. I think in the past, oh, it's yeah. like, ah, you never know. But I feel like that's not obviously a silver bullet. I mean, we still have to be careful, but it, it like emotionally, I think it's a step in the right direction. And, and it just feels good, bro. Cause that's, I think emo like psychologically that those were like, performing going to the movies like these are the things that were taken away that were the things that were my like safe haven yeah. they were my you know yeah so it's just, i'm just it's nice i know i i i definitely agree like I, I this isn't like in performance wise but like like i've been like texting with people and dming like about like playing like shooting hoops and just like and i'm like yeah. ooh, this is like we're gonna touch each other we're gonna sweat so on each other swap sweat but like we're all vaxxed right you know what i mean so like yeah. i do feel I do feel like, fuck, I could do this, even though like I know there will be some like anxiety still like layered behind that. Like I might yeah, cough it's gonna be a while. that night yeah. and then like freak out like I'm, you know what I mean? Or, or like mm -hmm. three days later, I may be like, should I get a test? Should I get like whatever? You know what I mean? Because it's it's like we're a lot like, I mean, it sucks to say this, but we're all going to have a lot of PTSD from like oh, absolutely. this pandemic as much as like a lot of people seem to like want to you know be like oh no it's fine I'm like because I do know people like that not that they like didn't believe it but they're like 
bro, it's fine. Like whatever, like a couple of years from now, we're never, we're not going to remember this. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I feel like there's so many things that are going to trigger me. Like from like after whatever feels open, normal to like when I'm a vieja sitting, you know, telling my fucking grandkids about, you know, the year 2021 when I was in the middle of a pandemic podcasting, like what the fuck, (laughs) you know, like this. I just think that in general, anytime, (laughs) I think moving forward, anytime we're as a, as a people, anytime we're in a place where it's going to be packed, it's just going to be like subway, any close quarter situation, I don't think that that fear is going to go away. I think we're still going to be like uh, 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 too many people. Like, I think that's yeah. just not that's part of the, the process of. Yeah, yeah. it's a little crazy to think about the world opening up again and what that means for the future, because to say that everything is going back to quote unquote normal. Yeah, I don't think is necessarily the case because we have been traumatized by this pandemic that the easing into it you know here's here's what i'll say personally speaking like it's interesting to hear people get really excited about like going out and stuff where i sort of feel the opposite in a bizarre little way Mm. because the amount of well the amount of anxiety i feel about like reintegrating myself into society is you know extreme and as like as like an introvert who's already like i don't really like crowded spaces or like I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just like not, I'm not built that way, you know. The even thought of like going to an event <laughs> in person and like seeing a lot of people gives me such. I, I mean, I break out in hives because it's, yeah, I, it's so. This was happening before the pandemic. This was <laughs> happening before the pandemic, and then <laughs> dealing with the pandemic. Yeah, it, you're sort of used to like. I guess this is my life now. It's like I'll, I'll literally talk to a piece of machinery, aka my computer. For the whole year and that's how i socially interact with people and then to all of a sudden be like no no we're gonna see each other again and we're gonna have parties again like even now i'm getting a bombardment <laughs> of emails of people being Uh-oh. like come to my birthday party come to this come to-. Yeah. and i am panicking really truly if i'm being quite real i am absolutely panicking of the social obligations <laughs> that yeah. i have to, and it's not that i You're have right. to do them because actually everyone has been very 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 nice about asking is this okay you don't have to do this if you don't want to all that stuff but i still can't help but feel like oh my gosh these are now our the social obligations have been brought back again mm-hmm. and that's oh, man. you were thriving you were like finally i don't have to do <laughs> i mean you know i wasn't you know i i, I wasn't necessarily thriving because it's like i don't know how to talk to people anymore and i'm gonna have to relearn how to s- interact with people face to face uh but it's scary i'm scared I'm, i'll say it i'm terrified of opening that door because i have been in my house <laughs> for a full year yeah. i haven't yeah. seen anybody i'm so scared to open that door and be like okay world um hi <laughs> mm. it feels nuts it feels nuts to me yeah now, looking back do you think it would have been easier or harder if in march 17th 2020 they said hey guys this is gonna take a year like if we would have known that it was gonna take a year <laughs> I don't think we would be able to compute, actually. Yeah. Like, what a bizarre thing to tell a human being <laughs> to wait, especially an American, <laughs> yeah. to wait Yeah, we got no patience. Year? What? Are you fucking kidding me? I can't have this one. This I is why right at now, airports right now, they right go, now, right it's now. been delayed. Yeah, they say it's been delayed for an hour and then in three hours and then four hours and pretty soon. Like, I, I feel like that's a human nature thing. Yeah. Yeah, could you imagine, though? Like, I don't think we would be able to compute to no. wait for a year some people couldn't do that when they said wait two months i mean i mean i i keep talking about this where i'm just like i still can't believe where we're at like again i feel like i'm like that person like i just don't believe it like i'm always like i'm like that like person all the time because i'm like bro es que no like no lo puedo entender that like you know, a year ago, I really was like, I mean, I was so depressed and sad, like thinking like, oh my God, like I, this is going to go on for, for two, maybe three, whatever, which I know it actually is, but in a different way, in my eyes, I was not thinking we would have a vaccine at all at this yeah. point. I like, mean, I the way even, it was very bleak. Yeah. It was looking dark as fuck, literally at this time. Bro, the last quarter of like, cause I'm going to say, I feel like when the year started, I mean, everybody was cautiously optimistic. 
but like leading up to it, leading with the pandemic and the elections and the, yeah. it was just that, that was like ramping up to like, I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, oh. it's a, it's a quite the emotional <laughs> traumatic journey for an entire species right. of people. Yeah. It's important yeah. to note that it's not just the pandemic that has happened this past year. Exactly, I mean, a yes. social, a social uprising has occurred, you know, and we're still not out of it yet, you know, no. and it's like, an uprising has happened and then another catalyst has occurred and, and mm-hmm. then you're just sort of like, OK, I, you know, I, I'll also say this much, you know, when things are opening back up, interestingly enough, shootings happened. Yeah. Shootings yeah. have mm-hmm. increased. So it really yeah. we I mean, what are we doing? You know, I like, mean, nobody knows. <laughs> like, let's just, be real. <laughs> it, you know, we were we were bleak during the pandemic, but there's also, you know, yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of fear, too, of just like, what is it going to look like when like, you know, when it's the green light, you know, mm. what? Are, how are we going to behave? How are we but gonna like act? who even knows what the green light is, too, because I feel like everywhere is going to have their own fucking green light. You know what I mean? Like even like U.S. in comparison to like the rest of the world. I mean, oh, India yeah. is fucking suffering right now. Like, yeah. like there's so many places like, you know, I mean, we have stuff going on in Colombia, like other places, Puerto Rico, like there's so much going on, not only even just here. And it's like not to make it a Debbie Downer, like freaking whole pica, pero coño, like we're it's here. A, like it's a lot. Yeah, but like we're exactly like I'm here, like you know, like you're talking about the parties and and I'm and I'm one of those people that texted you guys like last week and I was like, hey, like you know, like I always have like a pool party usually, like if I can, I'm trying to do it again. It's gonna be waste. It's literally half the people that I usually have. Like this is you know, I'm checking in if you're like the same thing, like very like I want to make sure everybody feels comfortable. And yet then like you know, ten minutes later, like I'm like, why am I gonna have a fucking part? Like, I, I keep going back and forth. I'm like, this, the world is still crumbling. <laughs> like, yeah. but then well, we the can't stop time, living at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you know. But like, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's. I also just feel like this year has also, in a half, and still ongoing, has even made me even more like because I've had more time. Not, it's not, it's not because before I didn't want to be involved in politics or didn't want to go support, you know, uh, people or, or be, you know, talking about it so much. It's that I just had less, less, less and less time before because mm-hmm. I was working, I was driving, I'm doing all these other things. And now I like feel like I know so much that I'm like, that's another thing. Like, I feel like I'm going to be like out of the fucking loop when I'm actually mm. like out of my house, which I don't know if that's a feeling that you guys have or have thought of, but I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot. It's, yes, I totally agree with you, Raisa. I have an, an like a fear. I think like we were, this past year has been like, obviously a nightmare but mm-hmm. it has given us the luxury very much to attach to what you were saying rise is like before the pandemic we just didn't have the time yeah. to mm-hmm. sort of think about ourselves and didn't. look within we thought we did but then well, we yeah. were quite yes. shown that it that was not the case exactly. so i'm just i am hoping that we have taken this time mm-hmm. where the world's quote unquote stopped to look within and to do a lot of self healing yeah. and i have a fear that once everything goes back to, and I use that in heavy quotations, back to normal, that we have forgotten about the work that we have mm. done. That'll go away. Like, I just have that fear. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, it's unprecedented, obviously, and maybe it might be irrational. But I just, I think people are like frothing at the mouth to like go back at it again. But it's like, we have to remember all the work that we did to heal ourselves, to look within, to be active politically, you know, to think about our community. um, To be body positive even more. That's been a big thing as well in this pandemic too. That I feel like, I mean, I know it's not as, it doesn't like feel like at the level of like certain politics stuff, but you know, like those are like little things, too, that I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people. And of course, yes, we are coming into summer. So I do feel like more people are also like talking about that type of stuff and like mm-hmm. all that self-care, like you're saying, like the mental and physical of it. Like it's it's just like so much pressure for everything all of a sudden. Just Yeah, but they are talking up. about that. I've, 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 this is not the first time I hear you're right. They're talking about like uh, like almost like a lift on the pressures of having a summer body. Like everybody's yes. going through it and everybody it's like, this is fine. This is a pandemic. Yeah, we, we mm-hmm. all we've all we're all dealing with that. Listen, so. it's not about the hot, but, uh, you know, it's not the hot summer body anymore. It's the, <laughs> no. my no. summer body, you know, what I yes. mean? It's just like, what am I looking like? And whatever I look like, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 
And I think just all around, like if I have anything to say to anybody who's like out and rearing to go, just think about like, just be kind to people and respect people's transition time into integrating themselves into the world. Because just because you feel like, okay, I'm back to normal 100%, that doesn't mean that everyone else is at the same level as you. Like, Mm -hmm. just think about other people's like growth and also integrating and also, you know, keep in mind of like, if people are having like pre-existing health conditions or autoimmune uh, conditions that prevent them from like, you know, easing into the world now, you know, like just, just be conscious and be kind to those around you. It's so funny, not funny, but like, I love that you said that because that is so fucking important. I really think that like, like I've had, you know, similar conversations with other people, like talking about that, like, you're right. Like fucking yes. Just like, definitely what you like from the beginning like remember you're like what we've been through and you know like continue that kindness and you know keep that within you like even like you said like two years from now like we are still gonna think about this shit and like i like i know like there's gonna be moments i'm gonna be like oh fuck fuck this no 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 wait a minute wait a minute i can't fuck this like no 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 hold on (laughs) whatever that is you know like pero también like i i also like you're right like with the whole like people are going to be in different places because uh, this, so I was in San Diego last weekend for like a little staycation with my boyfriend and we went to the beach and I was wearing this, like the, like these like pink visor, like head thing that you guys have, I've, you've seen that like bad bunny kind of had also yeah. whatever, but like, it's really good for my face. It blocks like my whole face. Um, and I can't get sun on it anymore really. And so point is that this like white guy like with this like american flag being suit this like older man Yikes. is walking he passes he passes me and my boyfriend where we're like sitting by the beach and then he like walks back like hella aggressively with his phone and he puts like his like his phone in my face and he like starts taking pictures uh-huh. of me and like here's the thing like i ain't nobody famous it was not like that vibe it was like i it just felt like oh now everybody's out in these streets and like he felt comfortable enough to come up and I didn't have my mask on because we were more than six feet away. You know what I mean? So it was me and Alejandro. We were just there sitting, whatever. And like this guy just, and I'm, I, I did act very fucking cool. Considering what was he doing it? He to, just, so to, he just. To shame you? No, he started taking these pictures and he was like, just like, I don't know if he thought it was funny. And he was like trying to be funny with his wife. He's like, oh, I need to get pictures of this. Oh, I got to show them to my daughter. She's going to have a hoot. But like, he didn't ask me to take the picture until like he started taking pictures. And then like, he's he's like, oh, I can take, can I take like, and it's like, again, it's like, I'm very like, whatever for certain things. It just depends, honestly, what mood you catch me in. If you catch me in una mala, bro, I would le, le había mandado para la pinga him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what sure. the fuck are you doing? But, you know, also, I was just kind of like, I had been drinking a little bit. So I was like, oh, chilling. Okay. I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say that he was going to try to shame you for wearing like a visor. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. No, but it was but also it was like, positive. But yeah, it was positive. But again, but not consensual. Not that's the thing. Like, you don't go up to someone and take pictures, mm-hmm. and as you're taking pictures, ask to take pictures of them. Yeah. Because again, like, I'm not saying it's even the pictures and whatever. Number one, sir, I try if you're gonna take a picture here's my only fans i did i did give him like i did say that as a joke and he loved it he thought it was the funniest thing ever um so i was like uh okay like whatever but then point is that like i do think like like we need to like also respect like what about if i if i was someone that has still was freaking out because this is my first time out at all you know what i'm saying like and and that's forgetting the people traumatic exactly yeah. and that's where my but that's i mean not to, not that i had to you know give this whole story but like you saying that oscar just literally reminded me of that because i i said that then when the guy walked away i'm like laughing like everybody in that beach was looking at us which is fine whatever i don't care about it um my poor boyfriend is like why don't look at us but <laughs> he's like the opposite <laughs> but i was just like i like sat there for like five minutes and i looked at him and i was like that was kind of crazy if you think about it like he just pulled up something to like, and like, I like went over the whole thing with him and he was yeah. like, I mean, you are right. Like, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, I wasn't malintentioned at all, but like, sure, sure. damn. And like, I'm now like thinking about this and just being like, okay, I'm in Miami right now. Like, I'm so anxious. Like to like, like, I like need a respect. I saw my dentist today and I was like, oh, do I touch hug? I don't know. You know, like, I don't, I'm like asking so many questions and I think that that's okay. And I think people are going to yeah. be made fun of for this in different places and different situations. And, and I, I, I just want to, I know I've been blabbing and rambling, but I just want to say like, 
you know, for everybody listening, like, you know, I feel you on this. Oscar Carlos also feel you on this. And like, you know, I feel like whatever makes you comfortable, like, I think we should all be vocal and respectful as as long as you're respectful. That's it. And kind for sure. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. And mira, look, I know that we got to go into a little breaky break, but I wanted to tell you guys, I already had two cortadito breaks in oh, Miami. Okay. Anda, pacara. Pues, tú sabes, estoy... Wired. Estoy, pero wired. Tú sabes, Cuban crack, Cuban crack, aquí. Eh. <laughs> <Por la laughs> we'll get you a decaf then. A decaf okay, okay, I'll get a little decaf. Yeah, give me like the white people decaf scene. Just <laughs> black. No sugar, no cream. Just give it to my black decaf. Like in Gilmore okay. Girls. Okay. okay, let's get it. Dale. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use Fresh Step Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. <laughs> right, Tiger? That's a yes. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. And slurp, 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 mi gente. We are back from our cafecito break. And oh my God, we have an icon with us today. You know her from, she was a runner-up in season five of RuPaul's Drag Race, winner of season two All-Stars, drag performer, recording artist, extraterrestrial. We have one thing to say to you, Alaska Thunderfuck. Hi! 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, good. Um, first of all, let's 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 work from most recent. You have a comedy special that's out right now that yeah. was filmed pre-pandemic, right? Oh yes, eighty-seven years ago. Eighty-seven years ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I, I'm, I'm proud of it. I like it. It's super fun. Uh, we got to see it. Thank you so much for the screener. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, you have, so I guess I'm like, I'll pitch your show, own show for you. <laughs> you do a fantastic okay. comedy. It's a live recording of a fantastic comedy show uh, with a live audience. And then you, you sort of like break it down in the special with where you're talking to guests over zoom yeah. uh, commenting on it. And it's, it's brilliant. You have Margaret Cho, Cherry Vine, Jackie beat, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. I've never seen a special quite like that. No, we, you know, for normally if, if you do a comedy special, you, you stand there and you tell hilarious jokes for an hour, but I'm a drag queen and I can't do anything normal. <laughs> um, and I can't do anything easy. We don't, we never do nothing nice and easy. <laughs> we had to literally, I, I was like, okay, we, okay. I'm not. I'm not really a comedian, so I can't stand there and, and tell jokes for an hour. Um, so I need musical numbers. Um, I need a talent contest. I need... Uh, and then, after the fact, I was like, I don't know. Okay, we need Zoom. We need Zoom calls <laughs> with my comedy mentors. So it really, we do it all. 
That's interesting. You say you don't think of yourself as a comedian, but you absolutely have honed this comedic persona. Of, I mean, self-described extraterrestrial, right? Yeah. Alaska was not from Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like comedian is like a title that comedians are out there like doing stand up. They go out there and they stand there and they tell jokes. And that's like. I, I have so much respect for that vocation because it's really hard to do, to go out there and play to an audience, play these comedy clubs. Like, I am a drag queen who um is funny sometimes. <laughs> and um so I have so much respect for comedians. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I also will say, like, you, just because the pandemic happened, didn't mean that you stopped hustling your ass because i recently saw you at your daytime drag drive-in show in oh. la and it was so funny it was so incredible you were so funny but Thanks. the thing about you alaska is that you know how to curate a fucking show yes oh, you know you. how to put a fucking show together you got jackie b you got laganja Stranja, yeah. you got candy muse cut out for the show <laughs> oh my god what <laughs> I mean, what a get. How did you get Candy Muses cut out for the show? I don't know. I tell you, I mean, booking that cardboard cutout of Candy Muse was oh really God. expensive, too. I mean, she's hot. She's she's an icon. She's an icon. Truly. Yeah. But you have this awesome eye of... The thing I love about you, Alaska, is that you're able to exist inside of Drag Race, but also outside of Drag Race, looking into Drag Race. Like... How yeah. did you develop your mind? I mean, and this is not just something recent. This is from the very jump. I also remember when Valentina got eliminated in season nine. <gasps> you then, <gasps> I mean, how quickly did you do that parody video that you did about Valentina? Oh I cannot believe how fast you got on that. Where do you get your ideas from? Like, how does your brain work, Alaska? Um, I don't know how it works, and oftentimes it doesn't work at all. Um, fair, fair for me, right? Too. You hear get that? You hear that? The I mean, I guess I just do stuff that I like and that is interesting to me, and and I gravitate towards stuff like naturally and organically, and that's what I that's what I do. So like the Valentina thing, it was like I was really captivated by her as as are so many people on earth because she's mm -hmm. a very captivating person. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to her at the time and I tried to get her on the track and it just didn't, it just, it just didn't work out. She was really busy. I don't know. She, she ghosted me. She ghosted me. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But, that is the tea. Wow. I, listen, I wear being ghosted by Valentina as a badge of honor. <laughs> well, okay. She was All busy right. doing her own sort of like, Video, because I, I I saw that video that she released the day after she was eliminated, and I was like, "This production value, she's been working on this for a minute. <laughs> she's she's everything." <laughs> okay, I have a question. So I will okay. be very honest. Love fucking love drag queens like so much, but I have never really watched RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, I get in trouble all the time with the boys wow. because they do drag, and I just I'm no I'm. I'm, but like I do the sports stuff, so I guess like that's what happens. I don't know. I guess I watch basketball instead. Pero wow. I love it. I know I've seen more live performances. Um, I've gone to a lot of like shows and stuff like that, and I love to support obviously. And I and Oscar actually he hosts the only UCB drag race show there. Um, and it's like it always sells out so quick. So I have to text him like I the do. Night of, yeah. yeah, I host a I host a show called Bad Drag Race, which is yes, it's drag race, but. <laughs> For people who've never done drag before. And actually, Tony has competed and thrived on that show. I miss congeniality right. three years running. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so funny. Your fan but, favorite. Fan yeah. favorite, yeah. fan favorite. Yeah. First Come correct. Home, Come fan on. favorite. Yes. <laughs> fan favorite. So what I was going to say is I was, you know, I, I I like had heard of you and I knew of you like, you know, from other people like posting. And I I um I'm, I know Nicole and I heard you on her podcast as well. Yeah. Um. So I went to like your website and I want you to know that like your bio had me dead <laughs> laughing. Oh, Fuck, because I was like, wait a minute. This, what? <laughs> like, I need everybody that listens to this to go to alaskathunderfuck.com and read the bio because it is the funniest thing ever. And I was just like, wait, like, I don't, what am I gonna, it's, it's, 
I'm not even going to explain it because they just need to listen to read it. Um, so my question to you is, how did you start, you know, doing everything in drag? Like, where did it come from? You know, uh, what what was the inspiration to be like, fuck it, I'm going to do this? Because it's a lot of work. I, I know, right. like I said, like, I know a lot of people that do it. And I mean, I take sometimes a little bit long to get ready. But like, I know it's it's a process. <laughs> like, it's it's work. Yeah, it definitely is. And I mean, again, it just is something I gravitated toward. Like, even when I was a little kid, you like you couldn't keep me away from my grandma's clothes. Like, I just like I like uh, clothes that are designated as being women's clothes. They're better, like they're Mm -hmm. prettier and they move better and they are colors and textures and, you know, sparkles and So, like, I've always gravitated that way. And then I just, I don't know, I sort of, like, I I was in theater and I studied theater in college. And then from there, it was like, I just, like, theater was, (laughs) I needed more. Like, theater was, like, theater's, like, you, when the curtain goes down, you take off your costume, you leave it at the theater, and you go about your life. Drag is, like... No, the curtain goes down. Then you go out into the club in your costume. Oh, that's, you oh get a drink. God, yes. yes, yes. You go to your car with your bags. Lo- you're still in drag. Mm-hmm. You take the bus. In- yes. So it's like, so I don't know. I mean, I, I love drag so much. And it's the only job I've had that I lasted for over a year. At, so. <laughs> Was Alaska the first iteration? Did you have... Any names before Alaska Thunderfuck 5000? No, I got really lucky. And I thank uh, marijuana for that because (laughs) I'm named after a strain (laughs) of marijuana. It was called Alaskan Thunderfuck. And I just heard that name and I was just like, I was blown away and obsessed. And (laughs) I'm I'm lucky my name is easy to say and easy to spell. So I haven't had to change it. Oh, yeah. Damn. It was perfect. Why change why change perfection? Yeah. There's yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What about acting? Do you want to like act and like audition and stuff? Are you doing that right now? Because I, I also think like, you know, we are all actors and comedians here on the podcast and things are opening up for so many different like and they want more legit people. Like I love that they're like not trying to dress straight cis men anymore and it's like let's actually mm. get at least they're trying i will say it's not it's not legit though yeah but um I'm, i always wonder like because i know a lot of the the rupaul uh uh queens have like they've they've gone on to audition and be on tv and stuff yes and again i have so much respect for actors because acting is hard okay it mm-hmm. maybe it seems like it's really glamorous and really lovely and but it's fucking hard you have to and i've acted on stuff and it's it's very difficult because you have to like okay so okay be really intense and completely mean it and act really well but also like turn your head two inches to the left because otherwise we lose you on the, on the camera and then you're going then you're, you're going to um we're going to switch cameras around and you're going to do the exact same thing 18 times okay ready go then go sit in your trailer for six hours and then come back and work again for 20 minutes it is the hardest i mean there's no weirdest, yeah it's that's the no, weirdest it's so hard and so unnatural for me, but like I've done, I feel like I've gotten better at it. Like I just, I just shot this movie and I get, I got to play uh, shocker, a drag queen. <laughs> okay. uh, but I feel like I learned a lot on the set, like yeah. about how to act. And do you, did you get, did you do your own makeup for that? Cause that's another thing that is interesting to me too, because I know like a lot of, uh, I've seen like a, a lot of other drag performers have been like, yeah, well I had to do my own makeup. Or, you know, they did it and it was trash. <laughs> I just well, feel like it's something yeah. so different. Like, you, well, because you know your face, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're doing it so much. Whereas, like, me, I suck at makeup. I, I like, barely can put on concealer and foundation. <laughs> and I don't even know what my colors are. I'm a mess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I just find it so, like, beautiful and amazing when I see someone. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, your makeup is so much better. Like, this, I don't even know. It's, like, art to me. <laughs> yeah, drag makeup is, like, it's not it's not beauty makeup. It's like special effects. It's like, and knowing your way around your own face and how you like to look in drag is something that takes years to develop. So often it makes sense to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to 
do if I'm going to be in drag, like I'm going to do my own makeup. That makes sense to me. Um, so yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's a weird sort of in between art form that you know Hollywood is kind of learning about as we mm. go, mm. and the tr- like the treatment has gotten way better. Uh, even in the last few years than it used good, to be. Good. I love to hear that. And it's it's like straight from, you know, the person, you know what I mean? Because it's easy mm-hmm. to like see you guys on TV, but like I'm sure there's a lot of other people that do drag and they audition and they're not even close to famous. And, and you know, I know like I, I know some of them and they're like, yo, I had to fucking, it was a three, I woke up at five in the morning because it was a live audition on Zoom in the middle of the pandemic and they had to be ready for like a 10 o'clock whatever and and you know yeah. like i i just think that's so much more work like pay you more like i don't know pay you for the audition thank Jesus. you i like, agree honestly, i agree I, pay us i'm more. serious <laughs> I, I- <laughs> listen drag queens truly do it so much all work. i mean yeah. do it all everything and for you alaska i mean you truly do do it all not only did you go through the ranks of drag race which i think it's its own machine because it really does i mean to thrive on that show you have to really be great at absolutely everything don't you have to make your costumes right oh yeah or no? oh, yeah. a that, little I, bit yeah oh my yeah. god that's so exhaust i can't even I'm but aside from aside from <laughs> like the mug aside from like the persona you also have a like a thriving recording artist like you sing alaska you got albums out alaska and they do pretty well so how did you <laughs> fall into that like were you always attracted to like singing live? Because I know that you, oh girl, this is okay. This is a flashback. But I remember one of the seasons, I want to say three of Drag Race, we saw videos from girls who didn't quite make it and you were singing uh, a song in your audition yeah. tape. Oh, and I was wow. like, okay, she sings. Yes. She, she sings and she plays the ukulele. <laughs> Not only does she, she right. does make it, she, <laughs> she truly do, does it all. So Ooh. how did you find your musical prowess on your drag well, journey? I mean, that's a deep cut. The casting special from season three. Wow. <laughs> yes, my I'm name's Alaska. And yes! that's just like the state. Because yes! everyone thinks Sarah Palin when they hear my name. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I've always... Um, I've always... That's part of what I like about drag is that you get to do everything like and RuPaul is very much uh, an inspiration in this sense. Jackie Beat as well. Mm. Um, It's like you can do music and you can do comedy and you can um, put your face on a T-shirt and (laughs) you can sell products like I sold a a pound cake doll and I still have some available there on alaskathunderfuck.com. But no, (laughs) that's the great thing about drag is like you can sort of do everything. And I, I like I like getting to do a little bit of everything. Speaking of pound cake and doing everything, when can we look forward to like the animated series or does that already I don't, we, we've talked about it so many times like we've talked with different animators and like i don't I, it hasn't come to pass yet <sighs> but it's definitely like i have i have ideas for it okay okay <gasps> oh my gosh Can you imagine? that is yes. brilliant oh duh yeah yes. do a pound cake <laughs> animated <course>. show hello <laughs> what <laughs> Okay, oh I'm gonna gosh. I'm I want to get a little a little spicy up in this um interview. Now, again, oh. for oh. someone who has not really watched a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, I know that there's always drama because mm-hmm. what else would a reality show with a bunch of freaking hot drag queens like right. have to give me also? So, um I was wondering if you had like any besties that you still kept in touch with that mm. you know after you know drag race like maybe your your faves or and also like if you have any hot hot tea you can oh. drop oh <laughs> we doing this today oh, oh okay hot, hot scalding tea <laughs> yeah inspired i want it yes. i need it i need it it's so boring over uh, here <laughs> give me something hot alaska <laughs> i mean this is the thing like i love um i love all my sisters from drag race um Q Pheromone, you don't love me. No, um, no I do. I especially love Pheromone. I really do. She's lovely. Um, I, I mean, I work with Willem uh, every, every, you know, every week. Uh, mm, um, and we do... Chaser. Yeah, Race mm-hmm. Chaser. We do a podcast oh. together. 
Um, so we get to watch Drag Race and then talk about it, which is what drag queens do in our natural habitat anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm friends with all my, you know, Rolaska Talks, girl. We're still, oh. girl. The, That's still the, the unit? Oh. The read you wrote, okay. you girls. We're still, I, I mean, we're all good Judys. And, and I, I mean, I love all the Rue girls a lot. Like okay. I still get right. starstruck by Manila and Raja. I just oh, do. Stunning. I just do. Stunning. But we're friends too. Alaska, you also host a beauty pageant, right? Well, it's not a beauty pageant, but it is oh, a pageant. Pa- I should say a pageant, just a yeah. pageant. <laughs> now talk to us about this pa- talk about this pageant. What what does it entail? Can anybody join the pageant? Um, all are welcome to apply. That's really <laughs> our motto. Like when we first started out, we were like, what if we just opened it to everybody? Because drag drag gets to different people at different times in their lives. And, and we wanted it to be... And everyone has a different perspective coming to drag. Hmm. So we wanted to see what, what it would be like if it was sort of all access. And so we did it. And it was really, really fierce. Like we had uh, 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 assigned female at birth performers <gasps> competing next to you know abora from dragula we had wow, trans wow. like tra- trans contestants on um, this past year we had a drag king who won so a what? drag king won drag queen of the year the whole <laughs> wow. point mira wow. it's ve- mira it's very <laughs> that's very the point though because it is like drag is for everybody and there's there's no one type of drag there's like hmm. an infinite types of drag and anything is possible. Ooh, yes. I now, if you had to give a word of advice to anybody who's trying to get into drag for the first time, because drag can be a little intimidating, mm-hmm. do you have any words of wisdom that you yeah. can give people? I always give Lady Bunny's advice, which is retire. But no, no, in seriousness, it's the opposite. I think everybody should try drag even like at least once in your life. It's very liberating. You you also see how painful and horrible it is. <laughs> um, but I guess my my advice is, you know, figuring out because there's so many resources there's YouTube tutorials about how to do hair and makeup and where to get the clothes and everything. So the key now is like figuring out what makes you you in drag mm. and what you like and what makes you different. So that's I like that. Are there any basketball drag drag queens or no? Like that like can shoot like threes and stuff? Anybody? No? Maybe that could be your act, Riza. You yeah. could just show up. Yeah. Not even lip sync, just shoot three pointers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. With my bad makeup, like that I uh, can't even do. Shoot three like, pointers for your life. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Listen, but that's drag though. I, the, the thing <laughs> that we're, that we're like evolving into, thanks to drag queens like you, Alaska, is that the definition of drag is incredibly loose. It's an art style that sort of pushes you to experiment on the limits of your persona. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that's super important and something to consider because it is not just I think gone are the days of like this, like female illusion, female impersonation thing, which are still valid spaces for drag, obviously. And yes, like that's still very valid. But we're broadening the scope. I mean, the fact that a drag king won drag queen of the year in your your pageant (laughs) is like incredibly telling in the direction of drag. And that's so, so exciting. And I think queens like you definitely paved the wave to broadening that scope. Thank you. So honestly, honestly, I just have to say thank you for, for like challenging drag and like, thank you having fun and treating it like, treating it like the joke that it is, you know, in a weird way of like that. I think that's so political and really fucking cool to be like, look at the crazy shit I'm doing and it's drag and it's loved and it's me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really inspiring to see what, you know, what artists are capable of and what what they do when there are no boundaries and there are no Mm -hmm. limitations. Like, Mm. it's really Mm. inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so I have another another hot tea (laughs) question. I just, (laughs) listen, we're going to have to end it still spicy. So I heard you on on Nicole Byers' uh, Why Won't You Date Me episode. Mm -hmm. Such a great episode. Love her. Loved you on it. Um, I thought it was really cool and interesting how you guys talk about that you also dated a drag queen as well. And apparently, <laughs> like, it wasn't like, so, like, I didn't know that it was not like, like a thing or whatever. Like, and so 
I guess what I'm wondering is, are you single? Are you out there in these streets? Like, what's Alaska's dating status? Because I want to know because I listened to the episode. So now I need to know all the tea. <laughs> um, uh, no. Well, no, I'm not. I don't consider myself single. Okay. 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 Um, uh, and I enjoy the um the fruits of monogamy that are um and all those things have to offer that's yes i also that's where i'm at (laughs) amazing hey listen case closed case closed we solved it (laughs) okay well i guess i can't date alaska wow i'm sorry oh you were asking me on a day oh my god i'm so sorry uh (laughs) very roundabout way to ask for someone on a date wow (laughs) (laughs) my boyfriend listening is like excuse me he's like what Oh, my God. Well, uh, I just wanted to make sure that we got anything that you have coming out to plug. Is there anything that we should be looking out for? Um, And if you could let everybody know your social so that they can follow you. You can follow me on Instagram at the only Alaska 5000. And you can also go to alaskathunderfuck.com for all of your Alaska needs. Where can people (laughs) find the special that's out right now? Oh, yeah. It's on Out TV USA, um, but there's also a link to that in my um, in my Instagram. Okay. Oh, well. awesome. Where okay, so. cool. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Gracias. Awesome. Gracias. And you guys can follow us at Spanish Aki Presents on IG and Spanish Aki on Twitter. And you can follow me on at Raisa Licea on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow Carlos at, of course, it's Carlos on IG. And you can follow me at Ozimo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at aspirationallynotsingle.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm at Barbara Fella, which is my drag persona and the real me. It's Word. more real than the Tony Roderick. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and check out Spanish Aki Presents on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, the Sirius XM app. Or wherever you're listening. And please, yes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find out about the show. Alaska, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Gracias. She's bilingual. Bilingual. Spanish Aki Presents is an Earwolf production executive produced by me, Raisa, Tony, Carlos, and Oscar. It's engineered by Jordan Duffy and produced by Anita Flores. You can follow us on social media on Instagram at Spanish Aki Presents and Spanish Aki on Twitter. Find our latest merch at potswag.com and especially look out for the Spanish Aki Presents enamel pin set featuring all of our beautiful faces. Yeah, and help us get the word out by telling a friend about the show today. Make sure to rate and review Spanish Aki Presents and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Want more Spanish Aki Presents? Find our full archive and ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code SAP for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.